0: Well, hello there. It's Mr. Damon. How was your day? Do you know that getting to hang out with you is one of the best parts of my day? It's true. Well, how come? Because you are incredible. There is no one else like you in the entire world. God made you one of a kind. That's right. You are custom made. And before we get started tonight with our story, why don't you take a second and ask your parent, your mom or dad, grandma, grandpa, auntie, uncle, whoever it is that you live with, if they want to come and listen to tonight's Church Kids Bedtime Story with you. Don't worry, I'll wait for you. Okay, we're ready? All right. In our story tonight, we find Jesus doing one of the things that he does best best. Tell stories. It's true. Jesus is the best storyteller to ever live. In fact, people would travel for miles around to listen to him tell stories about who God is and how we were made to be best friends with him. One afternoon, Jesus sat surrounded by a massive crowd of people And every single one of them was excited to hear him tell another story about God the Father. As Jesus talked about a verse from the Bible that says, Love your neighbor, someone interrupted Jesus' story and asked, Well, what do you mean by my neighbor? Are you talking about the guy who lives next door to me? I'm confused, Jesus. Jesus smiled at the grumpy man and then told him a story. In this story, was about a Jewish man, a low-down, dirty, rotten street gang, and a mysterious character called the Samaritan. Once upon a time, a Jewish traveler went on a long road trip. All the people in the crowd thought, Ooh, I haven't heard this one yet. This is going to be good. Jesus was like, Please stop interrupting. And the people were like, Okay. He continued. The journey that this Jewish traveler went on was long and dangerous. It was filled with sharp rocks and steep cliffs and thieves. As the tired traveler hiked up a particularly steep mountain pass, suddenly the low-down, dirty, rotten street gang of thieves jumped out from behind the rocks and surrounded the traveler. They punched him, kicked him, pulled his hair poked him in the eye. If that wasn't bad enough, the gang stole all of his stuff, his money, his shoes, his clothes, and they ran away, leaving him half dead in the middle of the trail, lying in a pool of his own blood. If someone didn't help the wounded traveler soon, he was going to die. Then, as luck would have it, a priest walked by, Oh, he was saved. Surely the priest would help the traveler, right? After all, priests were the people who worked for God in the temple. Well, the priest saw the bloody man in the road. He knew the man needed help. That was obvious. But he didn't stop to help him. I don't have time for this, the priest thought. I'm too busy. Too important to stop to help this stranger. Plus, I can't get my nice clothes dirty. Somebody else will help him. And he walked around the injured man and continued down the trail without even looking back. Time was running out for the wounded traveler. He didn't have much blood left to bleed. He needed help now. Then, someone else who worked in the temple walked by. Yes! Finally, someone's going to help him, right? Wrong. When the temple worker saw the bleeding traveler, he walked over and leaned down to help. But as he looked at the traveler's severe injuries, he realized that he had been robbed, that he had been attacked by the low-down, dirty, rotten gang. And all of a sudden, the temple worker's mind started racing. Uh, well, what if the bad guys are still around? And what if they come back and beat me up too? Ah, uh, this is too dangerous, he thought, and then jumped back up to his feet and ran away, leaving the traveler behind. Is anybody going to help this poor man? Then, at the last minute, As the wounded traveler was breathing some of his last breaths, a Samaritan man walked by. You see, Samaritans were people from another country, and the Jewish people didn't like them at all. In fact, the Jewish people thought Samaritans were less valuable than they were. So they bullied them, and they treated the Samaritan people very badly. It was racism. But the Samaritan man saw the wounded Jewish man in the middle of the trail and instead of leaving him there like the priest and the temple worker had done, he felt empathy for him. He got down off of his donkey and he kneeled in the dirt and began to help him. He put bandages on the man's cuts, stopped the bleeding. He saved his life. And if that wasn't enough, then the kind Samaritan put him on his own donkey and took him to the hospital. And he paid for the wounded traveler's hospital bill. Jesus finished telling this story, and the crowd sat there in silence. You see, they couldn't figure out why the Samaritan would be kind to someone who had been so mean to his friends and family. Jesus asked the crowd, What man in today's story was the real friend of the traveler? Who acted like a real neighbor? And everybody in the crowd said, The Samaritan. And Jesus said, You're right. The people realized Jesus was telling them the story to help them understand how God wants us to treat people around us, especially when it's difficult or when it's someone who maybe hasn't been so kind to us. Jesus wants us to love and help everyone who needs it, not just the people who look like us or act like us, but everybody that we see that we can help. The truth is, sometimes it's hard to be friends with people who are not friendly to us. But when we see how much Jesus loved us when we were unlovable, it makes us want to love the people around us the same way. Here's a question for you and I to think about. Are we only kind to the people who are kind to us? No way. We're kind to everyone around us. Why? Because that's how Jesus treats us. Who is someone in your school, your neighborhood, or maybe your family that maybe hasn't been super kind to you? Who is someone? that you can be kind to just like the Samaritan was. Why don't we do this? Let's ask Jesus to help us be a neighbor and a friend to everyone around us because we can't do this on our own. It's impossible. We need Jesus's help. So why don't you say this after me? Say, Jesus, thank you for loving me when I didn't love you. Thank you for rescuing me and making me your best friend. Will you give me the power to love my family and the people I see even when they're not super kind to me? I can't do this on my own, but I know you can. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, have a wonderful night's sleep and sweet dreams. And remember this, you are so loved by your family, your friends, by me. But most importantly, you are so loved by Jesus. Good night.